I'm Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I have with me returning guest Wendy Ledger, here to talk about her books, writing, and all things cozy. Wendy, would you like to reintroduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Oh, I would love to, Leanna. Well, first of all, it's so great being here. It's always a blast to talk (laughs) with Leanna. So my name is Wendy Ledger, and uh, I've written some children's books, uh, a talking cat fantasy series, uh, imagining cats in the afterlife, and but now I'm working on this cozy mystery series called the Maggie and Pepper series, and it features a young woman, and uh, 25, and well 24 actually, and her uh, talking cat best friend, uh, black cat named Pepper. Oh, that sounds so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so have you? What have you been up to since you were on the show last? Well, I uh, I put out the second book. The first book is called Boardwalk Betrayal. And it's um, when Maggie comes back to town with her husband. Um, and she hadn't been back to town for about five years. She had the nerve to elope with the town heartthrob. And they moved to California and she just stayed there and pretty much snubbed everyone in town except, you know, holiday calls to her mom. But that was about it. So uh, then she came home and found out that uh, she had a cat who actually talked, who uh, was waiting for her for five years because she was supposed to be a gift, but Maggie Uh-oh. had already left. <laughs> so um, so that that's the first one. And then, um, then her husband gets murdered, you know, and uh, she has to solve that. And then she, you know, stuff happens. <laughs> and then in the second one, there's another case, um, Sandcastle Secrets um someone she doesn't know but her mom does and so there's a lot in that too about family family information family things that have been secret kept undercover for all these years so it's one of those stories (laughs) and I'm currently working on book three which I'm really excited about too (laughs) so (laughs) wow that is so great and doesn't it seem like in Cozy's, family tends to be a big source of at least the a majority of the books in Cozy's? Yes. Yeah, well, I think it's true in real life, don't you? I mean, I think for me, even though I live you know far away from my family, I live in California and my family lives in New York. Uh, my family is extremely important, important to me, you know, and, you know, over the years, you know, there's misunderstandings and times we come together and, you know, later on we talk about it and we learn things about ourselves that we didn't know before, you know, and it's, it's all kind of that part of that crazy, wonderful stew called family. So true. So true. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually lucky that my grandma gave me like this notebook so thick of old family stories and old family histories and I haven't gone through all of it but there were some fairly interesting stories in it oh that is such a wonderful gift Leanna yeah that is a very great thing that your grandmother did yeah it was it's I should look at it again it was fun looking through it for a school project once but I should look through it again yeah yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's something you need to look through like a little at a time. 
<laughs> yeah. That stuff is powerful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so speaking of reading, are you reading anything great that my listeners should know about? Yes, I um I recently finished Merlin the Magical Fluff by Molly Fitz. <laughs> Have you read that one? No, but it sounds so cute. It is really cute. Uh, Molly Fitz always has talking animals and a talking cat featured in all of her books. And Merlin the Magical Fluff is the start of a series, a paranormal series. And it's it's a fun twist because in the in this series, um, Merlin is a witch. Merlin the cat is a witch. And um, he chose this particular young woman as his familiar, but she's like a she knows nothing. She's like a very much a familiar apprentice. But it's so it's 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 a really cute book. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I am going to have to read that. That sounds yeah. so cute. It's really good. It's really good. How about you, Leanna? Have you read anything lately that you've really loved? Um, yeah, I read a old mystery book, probably written in the 30s, called Murder on the Tropic. It was written by a man named Todd Downing, uh, one of the first Native Americans to get professionally published back then. And it's really good. I loved it. Wow, that does sound really good. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I feel I often feel very humbled when I read older books or look mm-hmm. at older movies because they seem so mature and sophisticated and they use language so well yeah (laughs) yeah um with and it's the same with murder on the tropic his downing's descriptions are just amazing and the one of the things i loved about it was the way the murders happened is that each victim saw yellow before they fell ill huh like they would complain about the lights being yellow or like their environment wherever they were it's like why is everything yellow (laughs) that is really interesting yeah it just reminds you of just things that you don't think about that you could use like color (laughs) yeah (laughs) And it's just fun to look at some of the old books and see how they handled mysteries. Yeah. Yeah. That is really neat. Yeah, it's really true. Yeah, it's really true. Yeah. So um, your listeners, you know, just indulge me for a minute, but... um, (laughs) what are you what are you working on right now your listeners probably already know this but I would love to oh know. <laughs> what am I not working on at the moment <laughs> I'm currently working on the fourth in my mystic ranch mystery series okay I remember which that, is yeah. which is a lot of fun this one is based around the main characters started up a, a hot air balloon festival in her small town of Lasola. okay and one of the pilots dies in what appears to be a tragic hot air balloon accident but i'm not going to give away too much on that okay (laughs) okay 
We cozy mystery and, readers are like, mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and in another project I'm working on, um, lately I've gotten into a show on YouTube that at first this project was going to start out as fan fiction for it, but I've tried to stay away from fan fiction. <laughs> and so I've just kind of taken one of my favorite character types from that yeah. and I'm kind of toying with the idea of the mis of a mystery based around this character type, but I'm not sure if I'm going to write it yet. Yeah, you have to see if he hounds you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So what's what would you say is the best thing about writing your current book? Um uh, I think the best thing about writing it right now for me is um it, it's placed in a it's placed in a boardwalk town and uh, my mom, when she was growing up, she had a boardwalk town that she loved. And um, Leanna, are you still here? Yeah. Hi. And um, she had a boardwalk town that she loved. And when uh, we were growing up, she took us there and I fell in love with it too. And so did my sister, my brother, not so much, but we did. Um, and so this book, these books are kind of for my mom. Uh, she's getting older and um, it's really fun to, I, I dedicated the second book to her and, you know, she, she always reads the acknowledgements like a hawk, you know, to see if she's mentioned or, you know, does all that kind of stuff. But somehow she missed the dedication page. It was just, it was just her name. It was just, I called my mom, Mama, and I, it was just that. And she somehow missed it. And so after a couple of days after she read it, I said, mom, did you like realize that it was dedicated to you? She's like, no, you know, and then she ran up and then she's in an assisted living home. And so she was, you know, bragging to all her friends. She'd already bragged to all her friends about her daughter's book. And then she had to kind of like, you know, bring it into the conversation again so that she could mention that I had dedicated <laughs> the book to her. <laughs> so that's, what's making me the happiest right now because, um, my mom has always been a real faithful reading of reader of everything I've written and to have something that she loves the most, you know, it's been really fun. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of a handful growing up, so I'm trying to make up for lost time now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So what would you say is the hardest thing about writing a series? I know what it is for me, but what is it for you? Oh, okay. Let's see. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you the hardest thing for me about writing. I don't know if it's a series, but for me, I always get stuck on the killer. It's always like between like two people, <laughs> two characters, and it goes back and forth for me. I, the, the, the last third of a book is always the most difficult for me to write. And it takes me the longest to do <laughs> because I just keep on thinking, well, really? I don't know. And like, I had my mind up on this one. And then it was just like, no, like the characters refuse. Like, no, we would never do that. I would never do that. No. And I had to change it. So we'll see. But then I have to, you know, I don't know if you do this, but, um, you know, then I, after I finish a draft that I feel is, you know, 
you know, not totally, you know, cringeworthy, then I, I send it to readers and stuff. And I have some faithful readers that list, that read it. And um, so oftentimes they'll say to me, like, I don't like that killer. Like, and I'm like, oh, back to the drawing board. Maybe it is that one that I thought it was before. I'll have to change some things. But, you know, since you try to make everyone, yeah, you give everyone a motive, you know, or have, you know, something going on with them. Um, so then you have to shift it around. But how about you? What What is yours? Oh, for me, it's sometimes keeping the characters uh, the same throughout oh. the book and yet showing growth from book to book, which is why I'm glad I have an editor who loves my characters as much as I do. She can go through my manuscript and it's like, you made Sabia too whiny here. You okay, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Or, you slipped up here with Bridger or wait, why did you make Cyrus do this? He would never do this. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Do you ever have, like, I have this one character um, who's really insisting on a larger role. And um, I'm just like, really? You know, but he is, he's insisting on it. So now he like, you know, hangs out where they, characters go to work he's like hanging out on the bench outside so he always has a moment where he gets to interact with them and stuff and I'm just like okay yes I actually do in the fourth book I purely intended him to be an easter egg because his his name uh I named him after one of after someone from a show that, like I said, the show on YouTube that I'm yeah. currently just watching like crazy. Right. Um, I gave my character the name of the player in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at first he was just going to be a throw in. It's like, okay, let's see if my readers know where this name came from. And right. now all of a sudden it's like, okay, he's been in his throw-in scene he's now been part of a band that <laughs> Sabia was asked to you know kind of sit in and play flute on and now it's almost like he better not be asking to either be made the killer or the key clue finder because right now <laughs> that is I know. taking a little bit too much dude I know I know <laughs> I, I always I I I often have characters like that who I just see as like kind of random and then they're just like uh-uh by the end of it they've convinced me like by the end I, I have to say the scenes with this character have been the easiest and the most fun for me to write <laughs> I had a character like that in my second book where again she was supposed to be just this little throwing character maybe she had a clue um but in the second time riding around there she is flirting with Bridger <laughs> and embarrassing him <laughs> that's really funny and then <laughs> and do you like, have you yeah and Leanna have you had other characters who are supposed to be like major characters and they just won't show up <laughs> Sabia's best friend Lexiana actually 
she was supposed to be the main character of the series <laughs> she's like ah, i don't think so no and all of a sudden she's like wait 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 let me introduce you to my friend sabia over here <laughs> <laughs> she has a more interesting life than i do all i do is work at a coffee shop she has this store and she runs a ranch right about her <laughs> it's really funny yeah yeah definitely definitely and it's like like, but you were supposed to be the star why Mm -hmm. don't you want to be the star Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 like i created this whole story this whole side story about you uh, and no thanks yeah no no see that mailman over there he he really wants to do a lot okay the mailman okay yeah see my friend with the art store over here it's about her not me (laughs) yeah like i know and you could fight it but you know it's it's hopeless i think right i think it really is they won't show up (laughs) our characters are stubborn and have minds of their own which yes we know we sound crazy but that's us it's true we've seen it happen over and over again yes yes we know our characters are fictional but darn it if they don't have minds of their own i know i know i know kind of a wonderful it's a wonderful thing but yeah when you imagine when you imagine when you imagine normal people listening I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. Really, we're not crazy. We just live with imaginary friends who know better than us sometimes. Yes. Who bully us around. <laughs> they're never mean. They're just they just know what they want and they're, you know, not hesitant to, you know, say they're always into writer's block if we don't do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And no one wants to go there. No uh, one wants to go there. It's like, oh, you put me in this situation. Let's see what how you like not hearing from me for a month. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could try that. Yeah. Have a good two or three weeks spiraling away, you know, creating really boring stuff that you don't like. Yeah, go to it. I'll see you. Then once you're done spinning your wheels, come talk to me and I will tell you how to fix it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sheesh. Our characters. <laughs> uh. So does this series with you? How long do you think it'll continue? Um... Right now, I have it planned to at least continue until Sabia has her fourth and fifth kid. Oh, nice. (laughs) Nice. How many kids does she have right now? Uh, Currently, she is expecting her first and second. Okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Which is funny because i'm like okay for ever since i started this series i pictured her of course being a fan of old movies she if she had twins would probably name her twins nick and nora oh 
then she went and married someone with the last name Kane. Oh. And all of a sudden it's like, no, you cannot name your daughter Nora Kane. <laughs> that sounds way too close to Nova Kane. <laughs> All right, now I have another question to ask you. <laughs> I have difficulty with title names, subtitles, character mm-hmm. names, places names, anything anything involving names is yeah. difficult to me. You know, when I'm writing a draft, uh, oftentimes the character will be a blank or a name that changes later on. Like, do you have a hard time finding names for your characters or figuring that out? Oh, for characters, yes. And... Sometimes for locations, it's funny with Lasola. It's just like, okay, I want to set this near the New Mexico Colorado border. Towns like that tend to have in that area tend to have a Spanish sounding name to them. There's a tourist town called Pagosa Springs. There's a city uh ways down named Durango. Things like that that kind of sound you know, not, I don't know how this, not like Denver. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. So La Sola just kind of fit there, and That's that was pretty. the name of it. Yeah. Um, But I have had characters, at least, where the name has changed five times. Oh, yeah, yeah. And do you have it, like, for me, like, I really try to get the names consistent before I give it to the editor. <laughs> but sometimes yeah. my editor is like who is this Larry guy he just showed up <laughs> yeah that's happened that's happened where it's like wait my editor's going like um this character where do they fit in and I'll go back and look and it's like that character is not supposed to exist that was a <laughs> trial run and he failed <laughs> That's right. That's right. It works both ways, characters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's Actually, there was a comic strip I saw on Facebook once that it's like two book characters talking to each other, and the end of it is so funny. It's like, well, at least you're not like Martha. She was written out, and her best lines were given to the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's happened in my books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really funny. It's really funny. Uh, yeah. Writers. Honestly, we live in a different world. <laughs> we live in a different world. Now, do you um do you have animals at home? I do. I have a dog named yeah. Ruby. <laughs> oh. She's yeah, a have... red healer. <gasps> I don't know what that means, but it sounds wonderful. Um, let me see if I can angle the camera just so you can oh. get a look at her. Uh, let me know if you see her. Yes. <gasps> wow, she's so <laughs> majestic and calm and wise and yes, Ruby, you got it going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's my baby Ruby. Oh. <laughs> so I live I live in California with my husband and we have three cats. 
Um, two are two are bonded siblings, but they're not so bonded anymore. But they're like six years old now. We've had them since they were kittens, and then we have an elder cat who's like going to be twenty four in in oh, uh, wow really old. Um, but they are so important to us. <laughs> and what makes me laugh is that uh, when people meet me read my books, their favorite character is not the people; it's the cat. It's like I love Pepper. <laughs> Maggie's growing up. She's getting better. But Pepper is amazing. Even my mom was just like, Pepper is my favorite character. Oh. <laughs> oh I love including animals in my books too. Yeah. Sabia has a glow beast, which is like a massive cat that it's an empathic cat which changes its fur color depending on moods surrounding it wow that is totally cool i got it based there's actually a legend i'm a myth nerd sorry listeners you do not come for mythology stuff <laughs> <laughs> um there's a legendary creature called a I hate the name of it, a carbuncle. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah. And it's, there's no solid description of it. It comes in different animal forms. But it's an empathic beast and it's got a jewel in the center of its forehead. And that's kind of what I based Sabia's pet off of, Philosopher. <laughs> that is totally cool. Yeah. Which oddly enough is the one thing that stuck from the original idea of Mystic Ranch Mysteries. Yeah. Isn't that was funny? the name of the cats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As it should be. <laughs> yes. Though so it's funny because it was originally supposed to be set in a bookstore in which a cat named Philosopher would makes sense it moved to our ranch <laughs> we need philosophers everywhere <laughs> yes <laughs> and it's just kind of like maybe i should change at least they only call him philosopher if he's in trouble they call him okay. phil the rest of the time <laughs> oh that's great that's really great yeah. Oh. Well, I should get back to these questions oh. <laughs> at least a little bit. Oh. <laughs> we kind of got off the rails, but it was a fun off the rails. I know. <laughs> I know. I just like to talk with you and find out what's going on with you, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, is there anything my listeners should know about you? Like, um... do you have anything? fun planned or yeah you know I I really don't have anything any event planned I'm I'm pretty much a stone cold introvert so <laughs> those kinds of things are <laughs> often beyond my keen uh, but but I do have a newsletter um there's a like a prequel story to my series you can get if you uh, subscribe uh, we tell funny stories uh, I tell you about all the sales. I give give away things sometimes. Um, so if you want to, if you're interested in that, 
it's uh, wendyledgerauthor.com and there's a sign up thing there. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm hoping that book three comes out in May or June or it will be in September. I I have a very dear editor. I think uh, editors are so important and they become like family. And then it's just like, if my editor is busy, okay, I'll put my schedule on hold because I don't want to work with anyone else because she knows me and she knows my characters. And, you know, that's, so anyways, um, and also, uh, I don't know if you're like this, Liana, but um, I'm probably a couple weeks away from finishing a draft that I like, but a lot of times I'll give it to my editors and, and my readers and they go like, uh, no, like, no. And so it's hard for me to predict when things are actually going to be done, but I feel very committed to uh, writing the best book that I can and, um, and, and uh, not shortchanging any of the story or the characters or anything like that. So I'm confident it will be out at least in September, but perhaps if, you know, the stars align, it'll be May or June. Yeah, I hear you on that. Oh, if my editor says, no, this doesn't work, it's time for complete rewrites. And that can mm -hmm. throw off a schedule completely. And it's like, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we I want wanted... our books to be the best they can be for our readers, don't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. And our characters, too. They'd be pretty angry yeah. if yeah. <laughs> yes. if I just dash something off, slap dash. Uh-uh. No, mm -hmm. no. Sabia, Bridger, neither of them would stand for something that it's like, I am not that sloppy. <laughs> no, no, I know. You got to get my entrances and exits right. And... um yeah you gotta get my dialogue correct right represent my town <laughs> yes that's really important in my books too i don't know if it's in yours but uh, mine um the importance of community and the town and mm. traditions of the town and all that stuff is you know really you know this is like this you know i i live in a small town and it's like you know this is our town man you know we have certain things we do and certain weirdnesses and yes you're not going to get like fancy food that you get in san francisco you know this is you know <laughs> it can be kind of variable but you know this is our town yeah actually bridger's gonna learn a little bit of the our town philosophy because he's being pulled into local politics oh wow yeah. a run for mayor wow <laughs> yeah yeah and him being a having lived there for at most two years and the only real connection of the town is that he married sabia the local the local girl <laughs> right right so yeah so he's he's got a challenge ahead of him yeah yeah that and also getting ready for twins <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think in the back of his mind, Bridger's going like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> but he'll let you know if it's too much. He'll let you know. Yes. <laughs> oh, Be like, see that guy in the restaurant over there? He'd be a really good mayor. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
goodness well i have had so much fun talking with you oh, i can't believe our time's almost up i know <laughs> it's been a total blast yes always I'm so, is. i'm so happy that you invited me liana and um and i'm, I'm really happy that you do this show i think you're doing a great <laughs> service to your readers and Thank and i you. love talking about books and the creative writing process with you yes even though we end up sounding like absolutely insane people while we do it yeah <laughs> the truth might as well come out yes <laughs> well snoops and sleuths you've heard another great interview here on the cozy sleuth i'd like to thank my patrons for helping keep the show going and if you're a cozy author out there who wants to promote your book reach out to me on my website www.thecozysleuth.com and we'll get you scheduled to have fun just like me and Wendy just had. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and if you want to hear cozies read by live actors, check out the Cozy Mystery Rats Mates wherever you find your favorite podcast. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying keep cozy. <laughs> <laughs>